welcome to a real special episode of MMA Life as we preview the UFC 254 card, Khabib versus Justin Gaethje. I'm even more excited because we're joined by UFC fighter Frank the Crank Camacho. Frank, mate, how are you? Dude, very good. Feels good to be home. And uh, man, thank God for technology. You know, this is going to be my first official time to break down like a, a few fights on the card. So, uh, going to keep it as organic as possible <laughs> yeah. and try not to ramble yep. and I'm man I'm the worst with picks like whatever I pick yep. my wife always chooses the, the other the, the latter because it's like I always get it wrong so FYI don't don't be betting <laughs> on my breakdowns this is the way I think it's going to turn out so <laughs> yeah awesome <laughs> Everything was recorded, so, you know, we're going to hold you to it, mate. But no yeah. no pressure. UFC 245 is, is a really exciting card, right? Obviously headlined by, you know, Khabib in, in the 155 division. He's been as, unst well, of course, he, he's got a zero to his record, right? So he's been as unstoppable as they come, right? Gosh, dude, talking about, yeah, like, how do you, he has like a boxing record, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but with like wins over killers so uh yeah i mean him i think him and and i think adesanya are the only ones that are undefeated and to the what these guys do to their opponents is just you know they're just mall guys absolutely absolutely yeah it's it's, it's really interesting when you you see khabib and, and let's let's get into it the, the the main the main the main fight which is khabib and gaichi it is the classic grappler versus striker matchup right um and what I'm really interested in is as a, a fighter yourself that usually, you know, gravitates towards, you know, a striking sort of tendency, when when you are matched up in, in your career, when you've been matched up against, you know, you, you everyone's got tape on everyone, right? Especially if you go to the UFC. When you know that you have, you're fighting an elite, we're talking in Khabib's case, ultra elite grappler, does that play mind games on, on your striking or your cadence? Or like, how, how does that come about as a fighter from a fighter's perspective? Yeah, so first off, grapp grappling or more so Khabib style of grappling, yep. which is Dagestan and wrestling. Yep. I've never been more tired in my training career than with MMA, uh, with MMA or just with wrestling practice. Yep. Like wrestling is so tiring, dude. Yep. You know, like one of one of my greatest fears. <laughs> is to uh, not be prepared to fight a guy like Khabib, you know, or to, to, to back in the day when I, when I was fighting, I was like, oh man, like, you know, I would love to fight everyone, but like a Gray Maynard would be just a tough fight, you know, like someone mm -hmm. that would just wrestle you and grind you and get on top of you and you just can't, and you just can't do much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I think that is the most painful way to, and, and, and Jesse Gates talks about it, you know, the reason why he's fell in love with striking and knocking people out is because wrestling someone down and just holding them down and, and just outworking them with wrestling is just so exhausting, you know, yeah. and uh, wrestling can really put you in that place where you, where it's, it's, you could take guys to a whole, that's why I think wrestlers probably one of the best uh, or, or why a lot of champions in MMA come from wrestling backgrounds because of that mental uh, toughness and that mental tenacity that they can implement and 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 push onto their opponents you know yeah. uh see there I totally forgot where where we were going but with this break with this breakdown I think I 
I think Khabib's style is for 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 me personally, it it will mentally mess you up, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, he's gonna he you know what he's gonna do. Yeah. So mentally, I might when I go into the fight, it's like, okay, do I do I just give up the? I mean, not not really give up the takedown, but he's gonna take me down, you know, yeah. for sure. Do I just hold on to him and and just lose the round and then you know so I don't get mauled and like you know and 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 be on the other end of that beatdown yeah. and then come out into the second round and try to like let my hands fly and you know level change. Do I shoot? You know? Do yeah. I try to like you know? So like it's all these different things that could definitely take you out of the out of your game. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I think for Khabib. It, it all starts with that single or that double leg takedown, right? Like, like, as you said, you know what he wants to do, but often at times you're kind of helpless to, to kind of stop it. How would you rate uh, Khabib's sort of striking game? Because, again, all fights will, will start at the center of the octagon, and obviously we know that, like, if it's a striking match, it's no contest. Uh, Justin will yeah. pick Khabib apart. I think, but... fun- I think fundamentally... If Khabib was to go and in, go into a boxing match against uh, just yeah, just, even just a boxing match with Justin Gaethje, I have Justin Gaethje winning ten out of ten times. Close. Kickboxing match, oof, eleven out of ten times, you know. Yeah. Because yep. Justin Justin Gaethje like kicks, but man, at the end of the day, it's MMA, and because of how elite and how uh, how much of a, a skill set discrepancy Khabib has with his grappling and his takedowns. And his wrestling, it really makes his striking flourish, you know? Yeah. And he dropped Conor McGregor, the guy that that that, that has, has mauled everyone on his feet with his left hand, you know? Yeah. Yep. Left hand right hook. Yeah. Mauled him just fake takedown, boom, came up yep. right on top. And and that's the game of MMA. Is how do you how do you blend these certain skill sets within each other to create your own, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How do you see, because Khabib's takedowns usually are the most effective when he, when he traps you in the cage, right? So Justin yeah. watching a lot of tape and kind of knowing this, and again, everything starts at, at the center of the octagon. How does he prevent himself from getting cut, cut out by Khabib if, if he knows that he doesn't necessarily want to be there? I, man, I think feints and angles uh, yep. is going to be the key to victory with, uh, with Justin because... If you notice, Khabib, Khabib doesn't just take one shot and then stops, man. He sh- he'll take a shot and he'll miss, but then he'll reshoot and then he'll reshoot and he'll reshoot. Is that 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 constant attack of the takedown yeah. that I think is going to be key to this? You know, uh, Justin, he needs he needs to crack him. He needs to crack Khabib hard. Let let him know that it's there. Yeah. Uh, you know, pick up. You know, faint uppercuts, feints, and a lot of angles. You know, if, if if he's moving left and right, left and right, left and right, uh, you know, then I think what that's going to help uh, Gaethje with is the defense. Yeah. Because if he just stays still, Khabib's just going to fire on him and push him against the fence. But if he's constantly moving left to the right, then Khabib's going to only have to shoot singles. Yep. Single yep. legs, you know. And from the single legs, I'm sure Gaethje, uh, I think, you know, you know, Gaethje has that that wrestling background to to defend single legs and at least have a fighting chance to get a leg out and get back to striking. You know, yeah. But ha- he has to move his feet. And against his uh the Tony Ferguson fight, that is that is 
you know, we saw him make adjustments that is title title ready, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's good that you brought the Tony Ferguson fight. So a lot has been made in the media about Justin's wrestling, and I've no doubt of his, you know, college wrestling credentials. But when you look at, at least in the UFC sort of fights that he has, he hasn't really uh, fought definitely a wrestler of Khabib's caliber or the fact, or a wrestler in Khabib that constantly will go down for the takedown. So I, I wonder again, like from the perspective of, of a fighter, he's very comfortable with striking cadence and rhythm, right? And that's why he was able to make those adjustments with Tony because striking is his realm. He's had those wars with Alvarez and, and Poirier and those were like, those were back and forth, right? He was in it for, for both of those fights. It's not like he was yeah. completely, completely outclassed. I just think it, it really interests me when... Be, because he hasn't necessarily fought a, a wrestler that'll constantly go for those takedowns, if that wrestling cadence is something that, like, you'll definitely practice for it, but in in a, an elite level fight will kind of count against him. What, what do you think about that? What do you mean wrestling cadence? Uh, so the cadence of the the takedown in, instead of, you know, a, a traditional striking match where, you know, you have establishing distance with a jab and, 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 and like, he's seen different versions of that in, in oh, fighters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I, I, you know, I, I think Justin's going to do a lot better than people think because, man, he's training with Usman. You That's know, true. people are forgetting that, you know, yep. and, and, and I mean, Usman has, he's a bigger guy yep. and he mauls dudes at, with, with, with wrestling uh, at 170 pounds. Yep. And, uh, yeah, although, you know, although we've never seen Gaethje use his wrestling, you know, like in, in his fights, I think, I still think because of the different styles of wrestling, uh, I think Gaethje has a very good defensive, uh, a very defensive um, game. What I think is going to be the, uh, what I think is going to really make a big difference, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at their photos right now, you know, yep. the thing is, it's who's going to establish the pressure. Who's going to who's going to be able to move forward? Because whoever whoever is on their heels, yep, is gonna is is gonna be just defending the whole time. If yeah, Khabib is on his heels, moving around, Gaethje's going to be landing that leg kick. He's going to be landing those big shots. Yep. If if Khabib is able able to have him, if Gaethje move backwards on his heels. The fence is right there. It's gonna get like, gonna get that, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, again, you know, man, classic, classic matchup. Yeah. Striker versus freaking wrestler. Play the first thirty seconds of this fight out. Do you think, you know, Gaethje comes out crazy, starts trying to attack that kick, or do you think it's it's a more measured <laughs> measured approach by both fighters? I think it's gonna be very measured. You know, I think we're going five rounds this fight. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, it's going to be very measured, but when it does get on the feet, it's going to be super, super interesting. And then if it does get on the ground, I, I think Justin Gaethje is going to initiate really crazy scrambles. Yep. Uh, but Khabib's going to be able to hold him down, you know? Yep. I think uh, I think it's going to really come down to those to those uh to those scrambles you know within within those those little intricate very very important moments of the fight you know what i mean but i yeah it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be battle of like of like of like positioning you know yep. who's gonna 
is Kabuk going to able to to get him against the fence and and hold him in position and start working the takedowns? You know what I mean? And yeah. and he's going to just try to keep it on the feet with the, with his angles. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I agree. You're going five rounds. Uh, it, it it makes sense to take a more pragmatic approach, but. Yeah, I, I really think it's interesting. Again, that, that classic matchup makes for a very interesting sort of fight. Gaethje, we know, usually comes with those explosive leg kicks. And if he lands a couple of them early, I see Khabib just out of natural reflex going for the takedown. And I wonder if, you know, in, in, that, in that sort of interchange, because I haven't necessarily seen Gaethje throw a knee if there's like opportunity opportunities there, because he can definitely hurt him, right? Yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think throwing a knee though is is gonna be a bad a bad technique to try to get Khabib down because it's like that's your it's like a single haymaker and with a really really bad consequence, you know? Yeah, and you know like, and I mean yeah, the 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 highlight knockout reel like George Masvidal with that knee is man would be so amazing, you know what I mean for a title? Yeah, yeah. but. Man, that or you're gonna be on your back for four thirty, four four minutes and thirty seconds and just keep taking a beating. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think Gaethje just needs to land that shin across the leg. Correct. Yeah, that one. Once he once he gets two or three in, it's gonna be around. At least get two or three in around. You know, a good one, because that's gonna that's gonna be a huge, huge, huge uh, advantage for Justin Gaethje. You know? Yep. yep. Fire the leg kick. Fire the leg kick. Khabib's gonna try to catch it. They're they're gonna catch it. I don't know if he's, if if, if Gaethje should be going inside, you know. Yep. Left inside leg kick, left inside leg kick. My only issues is Justin Gaethje's defense. He covers up like so, you know. Yep. So so he, so he leaves the the takedown vulnerable, right? Like very very vulnerable. I mean, yeah, he has fast hips and he'll sprawl out with his freaking feet all, all up in the air. But yeah, that shot and that second shot, that third shot from Khabib is gonna be a. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a hard. It's gonna be hard to deal with, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, watching l- like a lot of Khabib's fights, I think what really like kind of dawned to me from the McGregor fight was really great. Like I, I kind of watched that in the last couple of days again, but the Poirier fight, just how quick that explosion is, that double leg, that single leg, it's really quick. Like like it feels like he's gotten even faster. I know that they just they grow up doing that, but like. Yeah, he, he doesn't come across as a very explosive guy, but in, in that movement he's he's world class, right? Yeah, and, and I don't know I don't know, yeah, like I was watching the Poirier fight. I don't know why it looks like it's so fast. Is it because I was just thinking, is it because he stands so tall that the level change is just like, whoa, you know? Or yeah. or, or or whatever it is, you know what I mean? But um you know you know what I think would be like a I highly doubt it. It's gonna happen, mm. but I think a really good uh, strategy that I'm, I'm curious to see is how would it be if you shot on Khabib? Like, yeah, if, yeah, you gotta watch the Khabib Glayson Tabal fight. Yep, man, Glayson was shooting on him and taking him down. I mean, yeah, obviously he got tired and then was he was just getting taken down and mauled, but. Uh, yeah, man, throw a wrench in there. You know what I mean? Like, man, why don't you shoot a double leg and get him, get him on his butt? You know, then have yep. him start thinking, and then you can start addressing that. I think that would be a really good strategy as well. Yeah, because the interesting thing is we necessarily haven't seen long periods of time where he's been on his guard, and he he definitely plays the top game, right? Like he he need he needs yeah. to be on top. Yeah. So a lot of his submissions are rear nakeds, cranks. You, you don't necessarily see anything 
more than that. It's more about control, position of yeah, the submission. He's, yeah. he's a he's a hammer, man. He's yeah. a hammer. And then it's it's and now I want I would love to see Khabib as a nail and how he would react. Absolutely. All right, mate. Give us a prediction. How's it going to be done? Like, what what round is it? Dude, I have I I, re- I mean I said it's going to be a five round war, but I really have Justin Gaethje TKOing him. Yeah, right. Early on or like mid, like third? No, maybe like third. Yeah, third yep. round. Yeah, yeah. Third round because I think after that, I think uh, Gaethje would be yeah third round. Yeah. Interesting. So TKO. Frank's official prediction is a TKO on on the third round. Yeah, yes, I, I, he's gonna he's gonna find a home for that leg kick. Yeah, and, and then it's gonna that's it's gonna be uh he's gonna. Man, but you know, see, here I am looking at freaking Khabib's freaking record 28 wins, zero, zero. What the heck, dude? You don't just get that, you know what I nah, mean? No, you don't. You don't. And and now, uh, yeah. Yeah, you just go down, but Justin Gaethje's 22 and 2, and he's, he switched up his freaking, his, his, the way he's fought, he fights. So yep. I'm, on, I'm, I'm, I'm with Gaethje, man, the highlight. Third Fair round. Enough. He's going to find, he's going to find a, he's going to find a, that leg kick and, and then it's just gonna be all downhill from there. Cool. I've got I've got Khabib over five grinding it out. Pretty uh yeah, I, I see him really testing Such a safe the... answer. Such a safe <laughs> this answer. Is a, you want you what do you want? The same answer? I'm not gonna go for a controversial <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see it. Over five, but but I, I, gen, I generally see it just because it's it's interesting. I've seen a lot of interviews where Gaichi is hundred percent adamant that he will not get to the ground. So I think that that's well. It, it, the, the Usman thing that you brought up is is really is a really good insight because I completely forgot about that. Though we haven't necessarily seen video of them for this for this particular fight, but I I do know that they have have trained together. So yeah, look, he he definitely has that ability. But like, I just think I was so impressed by that Poirier fight. Actually, to me, it it either goes to the extreme where you have Gaethje catching him, or like. It's because Poirier is no scrub, man. Like, and he, he got <laughs> taken down, but he does not have obviously the the wrestling credentials. But he got manhandled. Like, <laughs> it it just felt like yeah. such a different level, considering that he's like, you know, up there as well, right? Dude, yeah, could be me. Poirier look like um, uh, what's his name who took the fight on last minute notice at one time? Uh, uh New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Quinta. But Al did yeah, well. I, I, Al did well in that one. And so yeah, he did well. I don't yeah, I don't know if it was just because Khabib was just kind of going through something mentally or whatever. Yeah, you know, you know, it's another another interesting thing that you that you mentioned is that uh, Justin Gaethje is going into this fight mentally thinking that he's not going to get taken down. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know if that's a mistake or not because if he does get put on his back, does it does he feel mentally defeated? You know, yeah. does his game plan like kind of go through you know on, on the mental side of things or it's like man it's it's inevitable there is a chance that i can get on my on my back what do i do from that position i agree that's the thing and i don't know if it's just verbal posturing for the interviews which it sounds yes. good and make it makes sense but at the same time if that's generally his predisposition yeah it's a very dangerous game because it's, it's a very dangerous game you know so yeah yeah is it a verbal posture or is yeah. it like you know, so so and kind of it's gonna end. We're only, I mean, we're gonna see. We're gonna we're gonna see his demeanor. We're gonna see his conditioning. You know, just in, I mean, just in case he's had had all this time to 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 prepare. You know, so yeah, we'll see. Nah, it's gonna be a great fight. It's gonna be a great fight. I'm excited. 
Let's move yeah. on to the, the co-main. Australia's own Robert Whittaker takes yeah. on Jared Cannonier. This is an exciting one. I'm interested to get your thoughts. Hit me. What, what do you think? Oh, man. Talk to me I about what it. you think about Whittaker, because we're Australians. I mean, he's part, he's part Kiwi, but we're going to claim him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what do you like about Whittaker's game? I I forgot where I was. I think it was in Sydney. Uh, I'm not too sure where it was, but you, you see Whitaker, and you know he he former former welterweight moved up to middleweight. Not yeah. that big of a middleweight, but I've heard him crack pads. Mm. And good God, that guy can hit, dude. Yep, that guy hits like a truck. You know yep. what I mean? And uh, you know you're you're. You're really as only as good as your last fight, you know, according to the, you know, to, like the way the fans see it and whatever. And um, you know, he had a long layoff against, you know, fighting Izzy. And uh, I think Whitaker still has it, dude. Yeah. And what a freaking matchup against a guy that's going to be hitting hitting just as hard, you know, who sleeps guys. But I'm, I'm a huge fan of Whitaker. I, I think he's... Uh, um, man, martial artists in and out of the cage, family yep. man. Yep. I totally, I totally dig his 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 brand and his style. But the guy just loves to fight, loves to fight, bro. Who who fights freaking Uo and Merrill like that? You know what I mean? Like, yep. he took like three, five years out of his life because of that freaking fight. Yeah, uh, huge fan, huge, huge, huge fan. Hits like a freaking truck and is just well rounded. You know, very athletic. He seems like a very athletic guy. How would, in your opinion, how would you describe Jared Cannonier's game? Like, wh what do you think of Cannonier? What comes to mind? Man, like just power. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. Power. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know, if if Jared Cannonier uh, came out and and started fighting at middleweight, we would never have known. We've never known the type of power that he possesses because of like you know you see his gradual. From heavyweight, light heavyweight, and now middleweight. Yep. Man, he hits like freaking. You know, he even reminds me of uh, but not as not as powerful. Yep. Is uh, uh, I'm like I'm like totally <laughs> on names. Guys, that he, he guy that's like Glover Teixeira, uh, uh, Anthony uh, Johnson. Anthony Johnson. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he reminds me of an Anthony Johnson, but a little bit more sound. A little right. bit more tighter, you know? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I've got a very interesting... Like, I was thinking a lot about this fight, and it excited me until, in my mind, I realized that I've, I've watched this fight, this exact fight, a couple of weeks ago, and I'll tell you what I mean. I think that this fight is almost like an Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa. Uh, <laughs> you see it? <laughs> So wow. it's interesting because I, I, I've been tr I've been trying to break it out and I was watching these two guys and I'm like, so what, I've got written these are the notes. These are the keys for Robert Whitaker. He's he he's very bouncy. Like his movement is very bouncy. He's um, he has these bull rushes. Like he he rushes and he goes. He rushes and he goes. His his best combinations are where he extends upon it. He's got that like flinging overhand right, and he's actually not that technical in the sense that he leaves his hands quite low right no but he's got movements and feints and i'm like hold up i've seen this fight it's like almost yeah. a poor man's israel adesanya and if you were to describe karen Nier, which you said power heavy hands he's very deliberate right like he stalks people he he walks down and i'm like wait i've seen this fight before it's, it's almost yeah. like it's almost like israel adesanya versus paula costa 
that is, you know, that, that is a very good breakdown, you know, and um, I think Robert Whitaker with his hands down, he gets away with it because he can cover so much ground Bingo. so fast. That's it. It's because of his movement patterns, how yeah, he moves. He, he's yeah. very light on his feet for a middleweight. And, and, the, and uh, but the, the only problem with a lot of the way he uh, starts off his combinations with big leaps. Yep. It, uh, it just increases Jared Cannonier's power if yep. he lands. To counter, you yeah. Know, yeah, you know, versus like, you know, um, getting cracked by someone versus running in and getting cracked by someone. Uh, and, and, and that kind of like, um, that kind of hurt Robert Whitaker in, in his last fight against Izzy. You know? Exactly. And uh, I mean, with Izzy being the, one of the best counter strikers, you know, it's kind of like uh, it was kind of a hard, it was kind of a hard matchup for Whitaker. But uh, I think man, Whitaker got a chin though, and I think he could he could take those shots early on. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's like you have a guy that's just immense amount of power, and Robert Whitaker can try to use his his feints and his movement to try to to try to get it going. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I give, I think... I give the power. I give the power. Uh, I give the, the, the power advantage to Jared. For sure. Cannoneer. Yep. Um, and speed, athleticism, covering ground. Uh, give it to Whitaker. Hands up. Yeah, absolutely. V- very similar fight. The keys to the victory for for uh, Robert is to stay at range, you know, use his feints, come in and out, and, and hopefully, you know, wear Jared out. But, yeah, Cannoneer, he, he's very methodical. He, he stalks opponents down. And you're right, if... So what happened in the last fight uh, against Till is he is uh, Robert got cracked coming in by mm-hmm. Till. So if he walks into one of those by Cannoneer, he he probably won't take it because the power differential to me is it's a, it's a, it's a there's a bigger hammer coming out of Cannoneer, especially since that's a heavyweight coming yeah. com- coming down. So it'll be yeah it'll it'll be really interesting. Um, yeah, when when I thought about it like that, it's just interesting because he's got very. Um, very cannoneer that is very very good wins against Hermanson, uh david branch but interestingly enough you know whitaker had like he actually trains at a jiu-jitsu gym relatively close to to where i live he's like a purple belt like uh, he he doesn't really mix the takedowns as often as he should but like he's got those credentials like he he, yes. he does bjj but we we like i don't know again i guess i think you fall in love with the striking right and it, it takes definitely less energy out of you yeah, and, and also too, it's it's been working for him, you know. Yeah, yeah. The strike's been working for him. You know, I think, man, if he just starts adding in those those takedowns to feints to takedowns, uh, and just having more tools against a guy like Jared, it's gonna it's gonna open up. All you all you, all you just need need is uh, Jared to put his hands down to defend the takedown and then come on top. Because man, that's Whitaker's freaking game. That big right hand, big, big looping right. left hook. You yeah. know. Yep. Um. I think yeah, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a key to victory. Absolutely. How do you see this one going? You know, another thing too that we 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 haven't really considered is that Whitaker's been even though he's been out for a lot of fights, yep. he's always ready for five rounders. Yep. And it's gonna be his first three round or I mean, well he fought he fight till with three rounds. It was five. That was five. It was five, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, well, 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 will that change the game? Maybe, but um, I have Whitaker winning this fight. Yeah. Uh, how? Decision? Uh, I, I think I think he's just gonna outscore him. He's yeah. gonna use his movement. He's gonna outscore him. He's gonna stay disciplined because he needs this win. 
Yes, there's there's higher stakes here, and you know you know you've seen him in interviews. He's he's your quintessential Australian, very relaxed about it, but he doesn't want to lose. I can I can, I can know yeah. as, as no one does. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but even now more so. Yeah, the the, the stakes are higher. What I found interesting is the fight that he had against Israel was very unlike him. Like he's very. not you. Yeah, it's not you. He's not. I think the pressure of you know Australia sold out crowd versus Izzy, Australia versus New Zealand. There's just a lot of narratives there. He's he's openly said that that was a lot more pressure than... He, like, he's not a guy that just likes that spotlight. Like, that's not naturally his disposition. So he came in a lot more aggressive than he usually is. And to me, the Darren Till one was almost abs- absolutely opposite. He paired back quite a bit. Uh, and obviously, it didn't help that Darren was playing the same sort of game. So I'm intrigued to see, see that play out because it's three rounds versus five. And if no one's, you know, applying the pressure early, like you don't necessarily want to see an Izzy versus Yol Romero. But at, at the same time, I, I think there's going to be a lot more, a little bit more action there. But it'll be interesting. Yes. Yeah. 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 I see the same. Whitaker over three decision. Uh, playing it relatively safe, striking when he needs to. Uh, yeah, yeah, striking when he needs to, staying disciplined and a lot of movement. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go to the the heavyweight clash here, and this is an interesting one as well. Both both fighters coming off losses, so you know, wanting to to right the wrongs. Volkov versus Harris. How do you see this one? What are the talking points here? Ooh, dude, this is a, a tough one. I know you know Harris's uh, last fight with um, Overeem. With Overeem was just a, a very emotional fight, you know. Of he, course. And he, he, you can clearly see that, you know, rightfully so, you know. I don't know what he was, you know, I, 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 could, I wish I could say that, uh, you know, I know what he feels like, but he, yep. you know, I, I don't. And a lot of people don't, you know what I mean? Yep. And I think he would, um, he, he's, he's probably grown from that last fight. And I, I think we'll see a, a, a more calculated uh, a more calculated Walt Harris this this upcoming fight. Uh, Volkov, man, is just. But how do you train for a guy like Volkov, man? You need freaking basketball players. I was gonna say, players. like he even amongst the heavyweight, his dimensions are. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's very different, right? So, how as a fighter, if you were you know if you were matched up with someone that was like much more taller than you, like how, how does that play on you? Like how, how do you prepare yeah. for that if you can't get the well, partners? I think I think because uh, environment-wise, I've had a lot of training partners that were always taller than me. So yep. uh, if anything, I have a hard time fighting shorter guys. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, I mean, very the, the the basics of fighting a taller guy is you gotta you you gotta work your way inside with yep. feints and jabs and and good defense. But when you do make it in, you have to let go combinations. You can't just throw single shots, you yep. know? Um, make his way inside, three, three, four different shots, move out or or enable or start the clinch or start the takedown and then yep. push off there, you know? Because, man, Volkov, you know, Volkov striking is freaking good too, you know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, yeah, now that one's a classic shorter fighter <laughs> versus a tall guy. Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Volkov just needs to stay sharp, man, because what, what uh, Black Beast did to him, yeah. man, he was winning that fight. And, man, but that's what Derek Lewis does, though. <laughs> that, 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 that's his MO. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, 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 that's exactly that's it. Yeah, Walt Harris, big, explosive. If you look at his record, he's, he's got a lot of first-round 
KO TKOs, right? So yeah, we know yeah. he's he's got that in him. Uh, you know, Volkov definitely has that that ability as well, but you know, not not in the same league as Walt Harris. I think it's interesting, you know, looking at at the strengths there. You're right, like the, the classic, you know, taller guy versus a shorter guy. Walt has to get in the inside and has to unload, and he we've seen him do that. Um, but to me, when I look at Volkov's record, he's fought dudes like Walt Harris. Yeah, yeah. So to me, I find that really important because he he goes in knowing again that cadence is striking, where the angles are going to come from. And hey, I fought a Dan Hardy. Same, like they're both you know both athletes. I fought a Lewis that we know you know short, stocky, can throw a lot of heat. I I, I know what to do. Whereas Walt Harris, I'm I'm just intrigued to see that you know he's coming off the loss. They're both coming off losses, so they definitely both yeah. want to win. How that's going to play out again in a three-round fight? Do we see Harris just coming out and un- unloading? Because I actually feel that if he doesn't do that, it's going to be to his disadvantage against a guy such as oh, Volkov. Yeah. He he needs to he needs to come out the way that he did against uh yeah against Overeem, yeah. but uh, just a little bit more calculated. Yeah, less yeah. less emotional. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think if he does that for three rounds, I think he can stop Volkov. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you, how do you see it going officially? I have Walt Harris. I have Walt Harris um, and stopping him in, in the probably in the second round. Gotcha. I, I've got Volkov over three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going for every single same thing. <laughs> it's good. We're yeah, different. I, We're and, different. And yeah, but, you know, honestly, I have that fight at fifty fifty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have. I would have. I'm just going Walt Harris because I, I mean, I, I like the guy and his, his story. And uh, but I have that fight at fifty fifty. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, look, man, the rest of the card's a bit shaky because as we discussed prior to that, you know, Dos Anjos out with COVID. Jeez, Louise. I was looking forward to that fight. I was, that was a good I was fight. To RDA at, at 55. And against, man, that guy is tough, dude. I think that was a bad matchup for freaking RDA. Yeah, but he's, he's taking any fight at this stage of his career. I mean, but yeah. it's, a, it's a good name, right? Like, I mean, if he wins and he, he, can, he stays, right? Essentially, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was a good fight and obviously it's terrible. Um, mm-hmm. and Cynthia Calvillo has also got COVID just recently in the last couple of days. So, uh, and crazy. And I feel for them, bro, because, you know, they're probably doing really, you know, they're not, um, I'm hoping that they're feeling okay, you know, but man, this, this thing is just shit. What happened to me? You know, that's <sighs> it. That's it. It does. COVID does not discriminate. It, uh, it does not discriminate, bro. Absolutely. Um, this is an exciting one. The, 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 you know, the, the first fight of the main card, Ian Kutalaba, I can't pronounce that guy's name. Magomed Ankalaba. <laughs> I always butcher these names. Do, do you, are you familiar with the, the backstory of, of this fight? No, I, I, I am not. Uh, I, I know, of course, Ian, but who I'm trying to think of Anakalev. Yeah. I'm trying to think of that fight. So I'll give you the backstory. These guys fought before. So what happened is uh, Ankalev uh, rocked Ian Kutalaba. You can Google it on YouTube relatively early. And Ian was, was the, he was doing this and he got stopped really early. Uh, oh, that, that's oh, the one. Was that fight? That's the fight. Oh, okay, that's the fight. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. remember that then. Yeah. 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 This is, this is, that's going to be a good one, dude. That's a sleeper fight. And in addition to that, they, they reschedule that one. And then Ian got, um, I hope that's how to pronounce his name, Eon. Um, he got COVID. <laughs> yes, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
that was earlier that was like made a few months ago yes yes it was so yeah fingers crossed but yeah what a great way to start the card because this this guy i don't, I don't know if, if it's a pr thing but he loves his um yeah he's called the hulk right kutalaba like he, he 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 paints himself green he he really gets into it he gets the fans into it He's a wild man, dude. He is. He is. He loves it. He's a wild man. He like yeah. yells at it, dude. I like, like when he did with Roundtree. Roundtree was just like, Whoa. yeah, it's you know? like, yeah, wild. Like this guy is a wild man, I, and I and I think he he's uh he lives it. You know, I think it's 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 pretty authentic. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I I can yeah. see him. I love it, and I think that's why the fans love it, and uh, we're just all kind of getting behind it. Yeah, and then he's got a decent record. Uh, Fifteen and five is not 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 a bad record. Not bad at all. Remember the guy he's fighting, uh, and it's like, and I don't know. I'm not even gonna bother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thirteen and one. This is yeah. gonna be a good fight, man. But just stylistically, that's gonna be a really, really good fight. Yeah, I think it's gonna be rock'em sock'em. That's literally how it's. <laughs> it's really how it started, and yeah. I really hope it continues that narrative. So, and I hope they don't have that ref in there. Nah, I def- definitely hope so, but. Mate, it's a good card, apart from, you know, the middle of it being a little bit of, of question mark. And, you know, I, I'm positive that they'll they'll get good replacements there. But, uh, yeah, it starts with the top and obviously Khabib and, and, and Gaethje. Once, you know, once that gets, uh, for, for the lightweight division, because obviously you, you, you fight in that particular division, how do you see the narrative going there if, um, if, if Gaethje wins it? Like, uh, w- where does he go from there? Because I, I heard an interview mm-hmm. where... Because Khabib's such a dominant, uh, been such a dominant force, but the next fight is the last fight in his contract, and it, it looks like he does want to either if he wins, it's the rumored GSP fight. Um, but if if he loses, there's talks about him getting an immediate rematch just because he's been so dominant, which we've we've kind of seen play through, right? Yeah, pro- probably rematch. Um, but then again, it just man, you also have Tony. You have Tony in there. You yeah. have. You have Poirier, you have, you have uh, Connor. Oh man, it's now with with, with Justin winning, you have so much more play within division. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think one fifty five is such a shock tank? Like, wh- what is it about that like weight weight range that you have? I so think many because killers of there? the 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 weight the weight differences that you have, you know, because you're you're getting guys that would usually fight at 165. Because there's no 165, right? Yeah, so there's, because of how big of a difference it is, yeah. uh, you get a way bigger pull. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, if, if you put, if you add a 165 and then a 175, oh, you're going to water down the, the, the division. It's still going to be tough. Yeah. You know, Khabib's definitely going up to 165. Yep. You know what I mean? So at 55, man, you're going to have guys like like Justin Gaethje in there, who's a 55-er, who's yep. a real 55-er, you know? Tony Ferguson's going to be moving up, yep. you know, the 65. So I, I, I think, yeah, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. Well, Frank, I think we've come to a conclusion for the, our first uh, card uh, preview together. It's been fun, mate. Uh, yeah, l- l- let's catch up and do this another time. Man, for sure, for sure. Hey, 10 push-ups, 10 push-ups uh, for the loser. Yeah, on that's the three it. Card. Done, done, done. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Thanks.